Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Chattanooga Tennis hits the court this week to open up their season. The Mox will travel to Clemson on Saturday to open things up. And the next Friday, they go to Tuscaloosa to visit Alabama. This week on Mox on the Mic, we'll sit down with Chattanooga head tennis coach Chuck Mersbacher and senior Turner Voges. Let's start first with Coach Chuck Mersbacher. He's in his fourth season as the Mox tennis coach. Well, Coach, I know you guys have to be excited to uh, to get the season underway. Certainly, I think we're all excited to talk a little bit about this uh, about this schedule. I think it's a nice mix of some Power Five schools that you're going to be facing, along with a lot of teams that are are kind of local to uh, uh, to our area here in the southeast. And I want to kind of get into it a little bit. But before we get to talking about this schedule, your expectations for this team and and where you feel like it should be in 2021. Well, I think, um, you know, last year we were 12 and six when things stopped. Um, and I really believe that we're a better team than we were last year. And I thought last year we had a chance to compete for the conference tournament. So, um, you know, I think we're right. That's where we're at right now, where we're that, that a team that could be um, uh, better than we were and still improving. And we added some pieces to the puzzle. We have guys that came back really um, – have a good core of guys coming back. Let's talk a little bit about this schedule for a minute because you open up Saturday uh, at Clemson, and then the week after that, on a Friday, you go to Tuscaloosa to face Alabama. Now, I think people always get excited anytime you, you it, regardless of the sport, people get excited whenever uh, you go up against either an SEC or an ACC opponent. I think people view it as a measuring stick from the outside. How do you view it as a coach? Is is this an opportunity to kind of see where you guys are? Yeah, I believe that. I, I believe that uh, um, we're now – the program is now where, um, you know, we used to kind of play these matches and just really just try to hang in there. I think now um, our guys believe that they can play with these teams – and if you can play with these teams, maybe you can, you know, you can squeak out a victory. And um, but each year since I've been here, I feel like we just got a little more confidence playing that these teams. Obviously, they're rated high. Their players are good. Um, but we've we've matched up and played some good matches with them. I think the guys are looking forward to that. I think <clears throat> really when you're when you go home for break, uh, winter break, you know, and you see Clemson and Alabama on the first two on the schedule, you know. I, I hope that motivates them to, to, Hey, I need to be ready. So I think, you know, the guys are, um, have come back with that. Like, Hey, this is, you know, we're going to go right into the battles with some really good teams. Give us a little bit of a, of a scouting report on, on both of these two, a little bit about Clemson and a little bit about Alabama from what you know of them. Yeah. Well, Clemson is, um, they're, they are rebuilding. They have a new coach, a friend of mine named Robbie Weiss. He was, an NCAA champion at Pepperdine, good player. He was assistant actually at Alabama's come over and, uh, you know, so he'll energize that team. I mean, they're, they're, they'll be good. I don't, he doesn't have all the, all the pieces of the puzzle there that he wants right now for, uh, in his roster, but I mean, I'm sure they'll be, they'll be very good. Um, and, uh, so we're, we're, you know, we're looking forward to that match. I mean, I think we, uh, we have we have a chance to be in that match. We'll just see how we how we come out of the gate. Um, Alabama 
is uh, they've really had some good years. They've been some in the round of 16 the last few years at the NCAA tournament. So they're, 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 they're very tough. I mean, it'll be, it'll be all we can handle for that match there. So um, they're, they're probably middle of the SEC, but middle of the SEC can put you at 25 in the country, you know, so it's pretty good tennis conference. You mentioned the fact that, you know, when you look at the schedule and there's Alabama and, and Clemson to start things off when your guys go home for the holiday, uh, I, I wanted to ask how much have you guys been able to be together? How much work have you been able to get in um, since, you know, classes ended a while back? These guys have had the holidays and everything. What's the, what's the schedule been like for this group getting ready to start play here in mid-January? Well, we had a huge break um, from Thanksgiving. Everyone was went back home, and we had the whole month of December uh, that we that we weren't together. We got the guys back on January fourth, and it was a slow rollout. Um, and uh, I knew that with uh, uh, three of our international players are going to have to quarantine, and 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 that, and, and we had guys slowly come in that week. But it was uh, good, and we're you know we're not really going much in. Really not at all right now. Um, as you can see with COVID, it's just you know, a little tougher for us to be in, in indoor places um, that they would be comfortable with having a, a full tennis team there. So we're just you know, really hoping for a warm winter. But really, since January 4th, we've been outside. We've been kids are back early. We're doing some two a days and, and, and we've had some really good practices. I feel like they, they are, are ready to play. Um, you know, D1 tennis, and uh, I think they're they're ready to go. So, but it's been a slow rollout, nothing like I've ever seen before. And I'm trying to to realize that you know, we're just we're just going to have to really hang in there with this uh, with this pandemic still still affecting us. It's almost reconditioning yourself to slow down a little bit, isn't it? As opposed to most coaches are in go mode constantly. This kind of forces you to slow things down a little bit, doesn't it? I believe like just, you know, just having deadlines and time frames and stuff like that, where, you know, I just said, if you're January 4th, if you can get here, we'd love to have you. We'll work on your game. And, and, uh, some came on the fourth, some on the fifth and, and, uh, some on the seventh, we had, um, come in and, and, and our international guys, actually, they moved up some of their flights. All of a sudden there was a CDC thing that said that they had to quarantine, um, so they moved up their flights. So, you know, we're, we're handling it, it, but you really have to really be in the flex mode. You can't, you're just going to get what you get and try to prepare these guys. I feel like probably every school's dealing with this and doing this. So I'm not feeling like it's just me and the, our NUTC really. You mentioned your, your guys coming in from out of the country, having to quarantine. How long until you have a, uh, your, your full team? Will you be a hundred percent going into Clemson? I think our starting unit will be intact by then. Um, the quarantine is a five, there's a five day test and there's a seven day test that they take. And then the eighth day is the day of, of release. Um, we have been able to work with them separately, um, which is good to keep them going. And so they're not just in locked up in, uh, in the dorm they're um, they're, they're able to get out and, and work on their game. And so um, it's, it hasn't hindered us really. Thank goodness for tennis, you know, being an, uh, a, an individual sport inside a team environment that we can get guys and work on their game without having the whole team 
have to be there. Um, the only tough thing, and the good thing about the falls, we worked on doubles. So our doubles teams aren't really together in at, at practice like we want. Um, we have one that is, but so we'll just have to make do. But I, you know, I think they all feel good about each other in that in that regards with with our teams. Yeah, tennis is the easiest sport to social distance, isn't it? I think us and golf. You know, we're pretty fortunate. They, the NCA rated us as like the uh, like the the third the low risk. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, I think we'll be able to play, um, most of our matches and just see how it goes. But, you know, I think we're, we're in the low risk category, which is really fortunate for us. Tell me a little bit about the travel and the safety protocols. What's, what's testing like for you guys? Um, you got these two road trips coming up to, to Clemson, South Carolina and, and Tuscaloosa, Alabama. What's, what's the travel going to be like? Well, every school that you play has their own, you know, if you want to play them, this is what, what you're going to have to do for testing. Um, and then we have our own policies as well. Looks like we're going to probably be testing really almost every week and right before we play. Um, that'll be how we do it. And then, um, you know, I'm the coach and van driver, so we're all getting the van and we'll mask up and, um, we're doing a lot of one day trips. I mean, like you talked about the schedule and, uh, I feel like the schedule really is probably as good as I've ever had. We're got a lot of one day trips where you go down to Tuscaloosa or, and, uh, go play them and the, go in the morning and play them in the afternoon and come back home. And so, uh, we have a lot of those, but uh, I don't. I think our the competition is as good as we've ever had. It. We go to Georgia State's good. Um, UAB is here. We got well, a lot of those ones you're, like you said, you're familiar with. That um, it'll it'll be really challenging tennis. We haven't really missed a missed a beat really with our schedule. Let's talk a little bit about the the Southern Conference now. You open up conference play on the 14th of March. Uh, you'll be in Charleston against the Citadel. Um, just kind of your thoughts overall on where the conference is and, and who you feel like the team to beat is. Uh, ETSU is really strong. What, you know, we had the uh, – they're already strong, and they have a lot of guys coming back based on that waiver that everyone got the year back. So they have some super seniors that are really good. Um, I would say they are for sure the team to beat. They're um, generally ranked in the top 50 to 75 in the country. Uh, right behind them would be Furman and Mercer. Um, and, uh, you know, we're right there around the three spot, I'd say. Um, but there, Wofford has had some teams. Sanford has had – I mean, these – all everyone is, is really beating each other in a lot of ways. So we're just – you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be in the mix, but uh, ETSU is definitely like they're the ones that we got to chase. You talk about this, this schedule and, and, you know, I like it like this. I, I've said this before about the basketball schedules that, for this year. I like the fact that there's so many local teams. You know, you talk about the Jacksonville States and North Alabama and Austin P and Belmont and Tennessee Tech is on your schedule. So many teams that are within a day's drive. I would imagine from a recruiting standpoint, uh, is it a is it a good move from a recruiting standpoint to be able to play teams that are roughly within an hour or a two, three hour drive of Chattanooga? 
I mean, I, I think so. I think, you know, we get, if we get back to normal, if we ever get there, um, you know, for all the sports, I mean, more that more fans can come, uh, you know, you play Tennessee tech, it's really just go over the mountain 90 minutes and you're there and they can come here and probably bring a lot of fans to whatever your tennis or basketball. So I think it's just, uh, those rivalries are, are waiting to happen. Um, I think for our guys, they, we see we would see them more maybe fall tournaments, regional type stuff that we do, and you get those rivalries going. Um, I just think act, from the academic standpoint, when you're just not missing a lot of school to play a match, um, you know, and I think uh, obviously saving on the budget, you know, you're playing a really good team and you're really not spending a lot of money. And I think uh, there's just so many positives to doing that, um, that, you know, hopefully when we get back into a, a normal way, I think that we can do some things better. And this is one of them. What do you feel like the strength of your team is right now? Uh, they're, they're really close. They're a really close bunch. They, they, they work well together. I have no, no issues with these guys just are all in. They just love tennis. They love getting better. Um, so I have a lot of fun with these guys as far as they just want to learn the game and pick up the game and just play together. And, and so really, I would say our strength might be in just being a really strong unit and um, they just play hard across the board. I really don't have to worry about um, the, these guys uh, not showing up on game day. I mean, they just, they love the game. They love to play hard. So we're just, I'm really fortunate. I'm loving, loving, loving this group. They're doing, they're really, they're doing a great we're going to visit with Turner here in just a second. Tell us a little bit about him. A uh, local kid went to Macaulay, but a little bit about him and, and kind of his, uh, his spot as a, uh, as a senior, uh, for you. Yeah. I mean, Turner, he's a great leader. He's a great, great person. He, um, he went to Memphis and graduated and he came here last year and, um, local guy and, and, uh, um, just, he's, he's just, Started right off the bat as just being a leader for our team. I'm glad we've got another year for him because he's finishing up his masters and uh, he was just starting to really play some great tennis last year and, and, and playing at like in every match, you know, and I think that's the thing for him um, at Memphis, just he was a little bit in sometimes a little bit out and he couldn't get on a roll where we need him here. We need to put him way up there in the lineup. We need him in the doubles. We need his energy. He's got, a lot of really good energy and, uh, he's just a super positive kid. You know, the guys love him. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we, we were able to get two years out of him because he's, he's really impacted the program in a real positive way. Coach, best of luck. And we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you again here before, uh, too much longer. Chris, thanks for your time and happy new year to you and everyone listening. Turner Vogus is a senior who played locally for his dad at the Macaulay School, spent time at Memphis where he graduated. And with eligibility left, he decided to come home and be a mock while working on his MBA. Here's Turner Vogus. Let's start first because you, you kind of started your college career at, at Memphis. A little bit about that experience of, of playing at Memphis. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so I went to Memphis for four years and then after I graduated, I came here. Um, my first year at Memphis, I redshirted because I was hurt. Um, so that's what gave me the opportunity to come here um, and play during grad school. 
I liked it a lot at Memphis. It was great. We were a really good team. We were played the NCAs a lot of years, so I got to play in that, which was nice. Um, very competitive team, always ranked inside the top 25 or so. So it was um, a really good team that I learned a lot from and had a good time. Um, but it's been nice to be able to come back home and do my grad school and play uh, for the program here with Coach Mersbacher. I was going to say, it's nice to be able to come back home, though, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's a little weird. I'm living at home right now, so I don't know if my parents liked it more when I was at Memphis or here, <laughs> but um, it's it's still nice to be home. It's nice to have some familiar faces, um, come out and watching matches, and just to play uh, in the city I grew up in. Is Playing college matches here is it's a really cool experience for me, for sure. You talk a little bit about the level of competition that you faced at Memphis compared to what you face playing at, at UTC? Yeah. So, um, the good thing about both schools is that the matches are always really competitive. Um, my coach at Memphis and coach Mersbacher both did a really good job of getting competitive matches on the schedule. Um, so there's some similar teams that we play. I know, um, th our first two matches this year, we're starting out with Clemson and Alabama, which are some big names to, um, start off playing with, but, at Memphis, that's kind of the teams we were playing um, each match. So it's familiar teams for me. Um, and I know the guys on the team, just because it's a big school, it's not, it doesn't mean anything too different. Um, it just means we're going to go in a nice facility and play a good match with some good players. So we all like it a lot. Um, but, you know, it's, it's pretty similar. We played really good teams at Memphis and we play really good teams here at Chattanooga. We probably traveled a little more to play some of those teams at Memphis, a little bit more around the country. Um, but the nice thing about UTC is we have a lot of schools really close to us that we're really competitive with. Um, especially now, it's nice that we can go drive up and play a school like Belmont or Lipscomb and then drive back. Um, so the good thing about both of them is that the scheduling has been really, really well done um, from both coaches. So that's all you want, really, is just playing competitive matches. Doesn't really matter who it is as long as it's a good fit for the team and it's all they're always fun so um i'd have to give big props to coach Merce for doing such a good job with that is there a little more urgency coming back off the break when you know you're going to open with clemson and alabama to start things um i don't think so um i mean they're good schools but it's not anything that makes us prepare any differently it's just it's good to see right off the bat we're going to have some really high level competition um, it helps us see kind of where we are, um, as a team and individually, but I think the urgency is always there and, you know, it's tough in December. It's one of the most important months, um, for tennis. It's the month before you start playing, but you're not with your team. You're not with your coaches. So it's a lot of individual work that you have to hold yourself accountable for. Um, and I know a lot of people kind of take that December off and relax and everything, but you know, once you've played college tennis for a few years, you start to realize that the month of December is a really, really important month. Um, so I think a lot of the guys on our team know that. Um, and everyone had a pretty good December, I think. And there's just there's a high level urgency no matter who we're playing. If we were playing um, an NAI school or Division three school to start the year or if we're playing one of the best teams in the country like Alabama and Clemson, um, it's not going to affect how we prepare any differently. There's, there's going to be that same sense of urgency because, uh, I mean, we're just all excited to be playing and everything. So the name of the school doesn't really matter a ton for how we're preparing. You had a really good 
fall, uh, really strong fall. Tell us a little bit about the fall and, and kind of what you feel like you were able to, to work on in your game. Yes, sir. So I'd say results-wise, I had a really good fall, but just as a team in general, us being able to play four tournaments, our team had a really good fall, just being able to do that. Um, but for me personally, it was nice. I, um, I spent the summer recovering from a surgery. I had a last spring, I had a hernia during the season and missed a lot of time. Um, so I got that taken care of this summer and did a lot of rehab and everything to get back. And I have to give a shout out to my trainer, Sarah. Um, she worked with me a ton and getting back on court and everything. And it was really, it was a pretty long process of getting back on court. Um, but we did a really good job in coach Mers too, of limiting myself and making sure I was strong enough to get ready to play. Um, so I think the main thing for me that helped a lot this fall was just being healthy. Um, it was four tournaments in a row, which is always hard, but it went pretty well. It was just nice. The first few tournaments we hadn't played in so long. It was just nice to be playing. Um, I played doubles with Simon mostly our transfer from East Carolina and we had a lot of success at doubles, which was nice. We blended it together pretty well. And then um, singles-wise, the first few matches, it was just good to be back on court, just kind of figure out, just to play a match again. You know, since March, that's a long time to not play. And then um, I had a really good tournament at home when we played Troy. I think it was three days in a row, but it was a really good tournament. Um, we played – all the matches were competitive, and I did a really good job of just – I didn't play my best that weekend, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better at just kind of figuring out how to win matches, even when I'm not playing well. So that's something Coach Mers has helped me with a lot. Um, so that's been nice. I, I went undefeated that weekend in singles and doubles and then had some good results the other weekends as well in both singles and doubles. So that's been the main thing for me is just figuring out how to win matches, even when you're not playing your best. Coaches helped add some things to my game which has been really helpful um so it helps that I have a lot of different things I can do against a bunch of different players so I think the main thing is just I felt like I got a lot smarter um this year and just really figured out how to win matches especially when not playing very well what kind of goals do you set for yourself because tennis while it is a team sport it's very much an individual sport as well so do you set goals for for yourself in terms of what you want to accomplish yeah so i mean the, for me the most basic goal is to stay healthy um that's my main goal is just anytime i'm on court um is a win for me especially if i'm feeling well so that's that's my main goal i try to do everything i can um to do that that's a, so that comes with a lot of stuff off court, like seeing the trainer and taking care of your body and the strength coach, Tyler doing a lot with them. Um, and then individually for goals, I think it's just going out and just trying to win as many matches as you can and help your teammates out. Um, yeah. The weird thing is you have to, it's individual and a team sport. So you have to take care of yourself the best you can and figure out how you can help the team individually. Um, and the, better you do individually the better it helps your team um so for me I don't have the only individual goal I really have is staying healthy and you know helping my team it's more I have a lot more team goals probably than individual ones um but there always is you just kind of there's certain teams that you circle on the on the map on the calendar for who you want to play and teams you want to beat and stuff but um 
yeah, for me, it's really just being healthy and playing all the matches. So that's my main goal this year. And how difficult has it been, or maybe the better word is how different has it been playing during a pandemic? Yeah. So I'd say there's, there'd be a lot of different, there'd be a lot of people would have really different answers than me, but thankfully at UTC, we've been so lucky this year. We had probably one of the best falls of any team in the country. Um, we were able to play four tournaments, which is something a lot of people didn't get to do. We, um, which is a full fall schedule. So that's, that's fantastic that we were able to do that. It's just a big shout out to our trainers and administration and coaches. Um, so that was something that was really, really nice to do. It, but we've made it as normal as possible. You know, our, our workouts are a little different. We did them in the fall all outside on the court. Um, but our strength coach, Tyler, did a great job of getting us ready. With He'd bring some bands and some weights and stuff, and we still had great workouts. And then practices, we've been lucky with really good weather outside. Um, practices have been the same. And it's just mainly being a little – um, safer off court, like in the locker room with the masks and taking care of yourself on the weekends and just trying to stay focused on what's important with having the team and playing the matches and making some small sacrifices just so that the team's able to play. Um, so traveling's a little weird. You got to wear the mask in the, in the van, but it's not too bad. It's easier to wear a mask in a van than working out in the mask. So it's not a problem for us. Um, and it was a little different. Like the fall, we'd go to Murfreesboro. We'd, we'd wake up pretty early, drive and play them and drive back where normally we'd probably spend the night. Um, but, you know, it's a really small, really small adjustment in, in that area. Um, and we're, I mean, we'll, we'll do anything we can to play right now. So it hasn't been, so far it hasn't been too different. Just a lot of the testing and protocols, but in terms of practice and everything and matches, they're still pretty much the same, which is nice. You've already graduated with a bachelor's degree. What's, what's that degree in? Uh, so that was in marketing management, um, just business marketing, um, from Memphis. Now you're working on a, on your master's degree. Now what's your master's going to be? Yes, in? Sir. Uh, my master's is just business administration. Um, so that's been, um, it's been pretty hard. I'm in my last semester though. So last semester of tennis in school, three semesters of my master's program down. So been pretty hard, but um, not too bad. So hopefully, hopefully I've gotten a little smarter from it and, you know, can get a job here in a few months. What do you want to do? I'm still trying to figure that out right now. Um, it's kind of, I've, I try to spend some more time focusing on that in December. Um, you know, cause during the school year, I'm usually pretty focused on just get my schoolwork done and playing tennis. But, um, December, I got some time to think about it and look, look into it some more. So, um, not too sure. Maybe something with wealth management or something. So we'll see. I'm pretty open though. I'm, I don't really have much of an idea, so we'll see. I'm sure I'll jump around a lot to start. Is it been more challenging academically during this pandemic or uh, how much of it was in person? How much of your MBA work has been online anyway? Yeah. So the first two semesters before the pandemic, um, it was, it was still a mixture. I still had a few classes in person, and a few online. Um, so the transition has not been that bad. Even last semester, I had one class in person. Um, so we would just wear masks and it was okay. Um, and then the other class has been online, but thankfully the teachers and everything have been really 
really helpful and um it's transitions pretty smoothly online at least i can say that personally from the business college my classes have transferred pretty easily to be online um but it's really not that different you have the zoom calls um it's a little weird not seeing people and everything but the teachers still make the adjustment do a good job too so um pretty hard but and get kind of tired of sitting around in my room on at a desk doing schoolwork but it's uh it's not too bad the school's done a good job of setting us up. Your family has a long history of tennis, uh, especially in Chattanooga, your dad's still involved in it. We'll get to him in just a minute. Was it your grandparents that really got it started? Yeah. So my grandfather was a big tennis player. Um, and his sister actually played and was Maryland. Um, she actually played at UTC. Um, or I guess it was University of Chattanooga at the time, maybe. And she was on the men's team here. She was the first woman to be on the men's team. So that's kind of cool. I didn't realize I had another um, family member who played here, which is kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, just a big tennis family. I, my grandfather and his siblings all played tennis growing up. And then my dad, he has four siblings. They all grew up playing tennis. I had a, my dad played at Tennessee. My I had an aunt play at Auburn. Um, they all kind of grew up playing tennis. So it's kind of been something that we've been around our whole lives. Yeah. You had with my dad being a tennis you coach. Had, you had no choice in this, did you? I mean, right. you, there, there, you, you had to play tennis. Yeah, I know. I played some sports growing up when I was younger, um, but always kind of liked tennis the most just because, I mean, well, my dad played it and I always liked watching him coach and everything. And I was pretty good at it too when I was younger. So I, I think I, that's why I leaned towards that, but. It's my mom hates tennis, but my dad loves tennis. So I had a little bit of a choice. Um, so I feel bad for my mom cause she's been surrounded by tennis the most, but, um, yeah, it's, it was, it was an easy decision to decide to play tennis when I was younger. Now is your dad still coaching? Yeah. So he's one of the coaches at Macaulay high school. He's the, uh, director of tennis there. They've got a few coaches now. He's not the head coach anymore. Um, one of the former UTC women's coaches is now the head coach there, Jeff Clark. Um, but he's still coaching there every day. He's been doing that. I think from a year after he graduated from Tennessee, he's been the head coach at Macaulay. So he's loved it. He's been very lucky to be there. It's a great school, great program. Um, it was nice to get to play for him and then come back and see that it's still going and he's still, uh, and also see my brother play for him and stuff too. So he, um, he's been doing it for a really long time, still likes it. So it's good. Any interest in coaching on your part now? I don't think so. I, I think I've seen my dad. He's done a lot of coaching over the years, lots of weekends, lots of time on court. He's worked really hard, which I'm very thankful for. But I think through all my time playing tennis growing up and then six years of college tennis, I think uh, I think I'm going to take a break and you know work on my golf game here in a few months. But um you know, I'm not going to count anything out. It's always, it's always nice to have that option, but I think with all this time I've spent, spent in school, I'd like to try uh, doing something else besides tennis, at least to start. Turner, man, thanks for the time. Good luck this year. And, uh, maybe we can talk again, uh, uh, once you guys get into Southern conference play. Yeah. Thanks so much, Chris. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks to Turner and coach Mersbacher for their time and best of luck to the Chattanooga men's tennis team. That's going to do it for us here on Mox on the Mic. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth. Until next time, so long and go Mox.
Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.